Hey guys, happy February. You are listening to Apricity. My name is Sion. I'm your host. Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter. My hope is that this podcast brings you some warmth, some comfort. Today's episode is definitely going to be right on theme with Valentine's Day coming up because I know a lot of people think a lot about love during this time. Today's podcast episode is on detachment. We'll get all into what is detachment, what are some clues you may be attached, what do we attach to, sometimes that I've been attached in life, and then some practices on how to detach from outcomes. I think this is a really important practice for getting your power back, living without fear. I currently am trying to practice this myself, which is typically how every podcast episode goes. It's very much what's relevant in my life at that time. And right now I'm trying to detach from the outcome of my creative work, not worrying so much about numbers or how things perform, which is a lot easier said than done. Instead, I'm trying to move with intention to help others no matter what capacity I'm doing it at. And I think that detachment is a really important practice for living a more peaceful life and has led to me getting a lot of things I've wanted And if I haven't gotten those things, a lot of times, something better. Detachment helps us see situations and people and things as they are. And if you're like, what is detachment? I will use an anecdote I heard from Ram Dass that explains it well. There's a famous story about the way you catch a monkey in India. You put a handful of nuts into a jar with a small opening. The opening is big enough for the monkey to slide its hand in. And it's just big enough that he can put his hand in, grab the nuts in the jar. And then when he finds he can't get his fist out through the opening, he gets stuck. And if the monkey would let go of the nuts inside the jar, he could escape. So the monkey has two choices, either let go of the nuts and be free or hang on to the nuts and get caught. But the monkey will not let go of the nuts inside and so he gets caught. And we can learn from this anecdote that if the monkey let go of his attachment to the nuts, he could be free. His attachment is what leads to suffering. Detachment leads to freedom. I have had my fair share of fistful of nuts, not wanting to take my hand out of the box moments. Some of them are not wanting to break up with someone who didn't treat me 
the way I knew I deserved to be treated because it was comfortable. Disordered eating, not wanting to let go of the way I was convincing myself things had to be with how I ate. Not wanting to share online out of fear of how I'll be perceived and not doing things because I didn't want to fail. And all these situations were times I was just holding on to a desired outcome, living from a place of fear. And that fear-based living pulled me out of the present moment, which is where all the magic happens. We can see attachment as a form of trying to control. The more we try to control, the less in control we really are. When you're attached to an object, a goal, a dream, another person, you can feel that if I don't have that, I won't be whole. And this is really dangerous because you're seeking happiness in something external. And usually that mindset creates feelings of anxiety and fear and anger and a lot of just disconnection that leads me into the next part what do we attach to many people are attached to relationships money social status jobs and you might be like well yeah because that's what life is life consists of all those things but you can have all of those things without being attached because being attached is not a sign of love but a fear of loss most of us probably think about attachment in dating I see a lot of people meet someone new then create an entire fantasy about who this person is and their future together and how things are supposed to go and then they end up being disappointed when that person doesn't end up meeting their expectations. I know this because I've been one of those people. I had a guy I liked in the past that hit my list of everything I wanted but there were a couple of things that should have been deal breakers that I ignored because I put him on a pedestal and I created a fantasy of who he potentially could be if he changed. And then I created an attachment to the version of him that I wanted to exist that didn't actually exist. And it really taught me that I shouldn't settle for someone who lacks qualities I need in a relationship just because he hits a lot of the points on my list of the things I want. You should never be with someone or see someone because you think you'll never find someone else like them. That is living from a lack mentality. When you think you can't have more and you hold tightly onto this person or this thing, you aren't even giving yourself the space you need to create or find something new. You're living from fear 
And another notable time I see this in relationships is when people get so lost in their relationship, they forget who they are. It's hard to remember that someone else is an addition to your life, not your entire life. And I get this because I've done that. I love people so deeply. But love is not about ownership. It's about appreciation. If you give someone else the power to make you happy or unhappy, then you're giving them your power. If that person leaves tomorrow, it's going to hurt. You're human. You have feelings. Let yourself feel those. But also know that you don't need them. The only person you need is yourself. And I know that's scary. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I am the person I rely on. We hear happiness comes from within, but it's true. If you pour your energy into yourself and do things that make you feel full, you'll actually have a lot more to give in relationships because you're not pouring from a cup that's empty. I see a lot of girls go through breakups and the guy does something that absolutely destroys them and then suddenly this girl is meditating and she's working out and she's putting time into her own interests and she comes out on the other side ten times stronger. And it sucks that They have to experience that, but even if that thing hurt them, they became wiser. And that's not to say that community isn't deeply important for us, because it is. Relationships are deeply important for us. But it's more shifting your focus to forming deep connections rather than deep attachments. This removes the pressure on a relationship to be perfect. If your attachment is possessive and controlling and you're placing expectations on the relationship and the outcome of things, it puts so much pressure on the relationship to be perfect. When you release attachment, you're able to have a greater capacity to be grateful. There are no shoulds or shouldn'ts. You're simply just enjoying each other's company and learning from one another. And of course, you can still have boundaries and still have things that are non-negotiables, but you're not moving from control. When you get into the mindset of it is what it is, and if not this, then something better, your life just improves so much. So how do you detach from outcomes? These are a few things I remind myself when trying to detach because detachment is a practice. It's not like you just are like, okay, I'm detached and then it's easy. First, observe where you're attached. Recognize how you're attached to things. And then... You can pay attention to how that attachment is impacting you. Where do you feel it in your physical body? 
how is it not serving you? You might think that not getting your dream job or guy ruined your career or relationship goals, but in actuality, you just didn't get something you wanted. You can still advance in your career. I've had so many times where I've been rejected from something and it was the universe redirecting me towards something better. Another practice is cord cutting. I find that visualization and journaling are just so powerful in the process of life. And it's something that I love because I always feel like I'm redirecting my energy in a positive direction. If you find yourself deeply attached to someone, you can release energetic binds with them. So this practice is for anyone who's trying to let go of something that no longer serves them and create space by letting go. First, write down everything you want to say to this person or thing you are cutting cords from. This is especially helpful if you're going through a breakup It'll help you take a step back from reaching out and you can even burn it if you'd like to represent the release. Burn some bay leaves and then close your eyes and visualize a cord between you and someone else or that thing or that place or whatever you're cutting cords with. Imagine it coming from your body to their body. Use a pair of scissors to cut the cord between you. This cord is energetic. It connects you with the other person. You can feel the energy from the other side that's been draining you be cut. And witness the energetic cord recoil back into you and the other. You can do this whenever you like. Third, step into receiving. The opposite of controlling is receiving. Receiving is an active practice. You have to create space to consciously receive. When you stop putting your energy into what you don't want, you have endless space for what you do want. So pay attention and express gratitude for what is around you. Fourth, embrace uncertainty. Willingness to embrace the unknown creates stability and security because you're accepting that anything could happen at any point and so your boat doesn't get rocked so easily when a big set of waves comes. Lastly, when you feel yourself feeling attached, focus on the present moment. Focus on what you need to do in this moment to move forward. That is all for today. I know today was a quicker episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Love your friend, Sion.